You're listening to Life Lessons from a Psychic with C Psychic Readings Intuitive Podcast. The podcast where you'll get healing messages from spirit to help you move positively forward in your life. Hey everyone, it's C from C Psychic Readings. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast where I want to talk about soul contracts. So many of you have been asking about this. It's coming up a lot in my readings with clients and I'm getting lots of emails for it. So this might be one of the more, (laughs) we'll use the term woo-woo kind of topics I'm going to be discussing because most of you know from my other podcasts, I try to keep things very practical, uh, but this has a much more different element to it. So let's just jump right on in. What is a soul contract? Okay, well, it depends on who you ask, but from what my belief is and from what how I work with my clients, when we come to this earthly plane, we as a soul pretty much chart everything out in terms of the experiences we're going to have. Now, this doesn't mean that your life is set in stone. I don't believe that as a soul, we still have free will, but there are things that we put in place. You know, I almost kind of look at it like a loose script. So imagine you look at a theater play and there's a script behind it, but they improv off of it, right? So while you have the loose script or the loose theme of the play, you might have the character set up, you know, and the rest of it, it sort of follows a line of thought process, but there's a lot of ad-libbing going on, right? So that's how I kind of like to describe it. And this is how I place soul contracts. So soul contracts kind of go hand in hand um, with maybe some experiences you might have with somebody where you almost feel like you've known them in a past life, the past life vibe kind of to it. And this is what a soul contract is. So essentially it is a contract that your soul and someone else's soul puts in place in order to develop your healing on this planet, right? Now you might look to me and say, see, you're crazy. Some of the people I've met, some of the experiences I've had, I would never ask for in my whole entire life. Uh, You know, I get a lot of this happening with my clients when I start talking about contract with what I call earthly parents. And these are parents that we have chosen. And so many times my clients say, see, have you met my mother? (laughs) Because if you have, you wouldn't choose her. And, you know, this is where I sort of push back a bit for my clients' health. And I say to them, well, think about it. If we had exactly what we wanted, not what we needed, what we wanted, would we learn anything, right? We all know this, that growth is in the uncomfortable. This is how we grow. This is how we move to the next level. So yeah, yeah, that's why you're going to pick some uncomfortable situations for yourself. Um, And this is also the reason why you might have a soul contract with a particular person in a romantic setting. So for example, I deal a lot with this with my clients where they're sort of stuck on an individual or they might be in and out of a relationship with somebody for years and years and years and they just say see I don't know what it is it doesn't work but I can't quit them I don't know what's going on and this is all part of that soul contract so now that we know what it is the question is how can you use this information to your advantage to help you move positively forward in your life well We're going to talk about the different kind of soul contract relationships we have while we're in this earthly plane and how you can use each of these individual connections to benefit yourself. Okay. 
Let's talk about the most important, which is the formative years, right? This is our sole contract with our earthly parents. Um, a lot of times this is difficult. You know, nine times out of 10, we're going to choose earthly parents that are going to challenge us. So we might choose a parent that we have to parent. That happens a lot. Maybe we'll choose parents that, uh, you know, might come with a certain set of um, kind of mental uh, health issues of their own or substance abuse issues, or this can, you know, manifest in a bunch of different ways. So what you want to do and get clear of is think about the soul contract with your earthly parents. And the question you want to ask is, how does this relationship benefit me? What can I learn from this soul contract relationship? Okay. And when you ask this question of yourself and you really think about this and meditate on this with your relations with your family, it's very fascinating because what ends up happening is when we think of those closest to us as in family, we start learning different things. You know, everyone's heard the term uh, chosen family and quote unquote given family, right? This is the difference between who you choose to be around you and who's sort of been gifted to you, quote unquote, in terms of your soul contract. So this is where you want to look at this, because if you can really evaluate this and figure out and pull out the little nuggets of learning of why this is happening or why the soul contract is in place, you can complete the contract just like that, right? And what does it do or what does it mean when you complete the contract? Well, what it means is if you come down here and you fulfill the obligation of the learning that is meant to transpire within this soul contract, it's done you don't have to do this again, you know? And it's really funny how this kind of manifests because um, again, I don't do specifically past life readings, but a lot of times in my readings with clients, past life experiences will come out. And I'll give you a funny example. I had one with a, I was reading for a woman and she just had a very tumultuous relationship with her mother. <laughs> Welcome to the club, right? Lots of individuals do. Um, and she was mentioning how she sort of felt this thing like her and her like mom have been doing this for a while. And when I read for her, I felt like they have, they've actually traded places. So at one point she was the mother and now she's the daughter. And now in this point, she's the daughter and the other person's the mother. And this has been part of the soul contract. And it's because there was a certain level of healing that had to take place at a soul level for them to complete the contract and essentially stop going through Groundhog Day. Right. Um, now, again, I don't want anyone to think that, oh, you're doomed. If you don't learn the lesson in this lifetime, you know, you're doomed to repeat it again and live a, a hellish life or a hellish next few lives in your next soul life, you know, in terms of how you manifest forward with your soul and your contract. That's not the case. Okay. What ends up happening, though, is that if we can recognize the soul contract, use the information to our advantage, help complete the contract, it raises our soul's vibration so we can go and do our next learning and be our best soul, right? Uh, if we look at these relationships, this is also where you can actually start manifesting different relationships to you. I always want to be cautious and not use the term better. I don't believe there is better. I also don't believe there is a lot of bad or good. There's just how we ascribe to things, right? So if we look at that parental relationship, what's the sort of next relationship that is the most important? Romantic, right? And you know, nine times out of 10, how we handle our romantic relationships is very intertwined or tied to uh, how we were raised in those formative years, right? So a lot of times when I'm dealing with clients and we're reading romantically for them, 
there will be some funny karma that's going on. So either they will have an ex or somebody in their life that they just can't seem to shake, um, or they will find themselves sort of linked to certain individuals. Uh, and remember, all of this is healing and all of this is part of your soul contract. You know, I always like to say, uh, everyone's probably heard this phrase that people come into your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime, you know, and when we're discussing or thinking about romantic relationships, I always like to tell people that, uh, you know, people come into our lives for certain reasons and not, they don't always have to be the forever. You know, I know we all want the forever. We all have been ascribed to this. We hear the fairy tales. We watch the romantic movies. I get it. I get it. But, you know, people can come into our lives for what I call clarifying relationships. And that's fantastic. Because what it means is if you can learn the lesson and absorb the information, your soul can move forward. Well, it's the same thing with these relationships. So I want you to think back to or think to your life right now. Think romantically speaking. Is there anybody in your romantic life right now that just gets you? You know, and I don't mean this in the romantic, oh, he gets me or she gets me kind of way. I mean, grinds your gears gets you. This is somebody that just pushes your buttons, but also it's the person that you just can't get away from, right? It's got that funny, what I call hot and cold vibe. If you have this with someone, chances are there's a soul contract in place. And this is why you two are almost kind of bound together, but yet pulling apart. You know, it's a really sort of funny feeling that way. So if you have somebody like this in your life, one thing you really want to ask yourself and think about is, what soul contract could I have put in place for myself for healing and learning from this relationship? And I want you to really think about it because sometimes my clients will say, see, there's no way that I would have put this ex into my life. If you would have known when this man or woman did to me, you would say that I would be a masochist to put this person into my life. And I'm going to challenge that. And I'm going to say, well, that's part of the soul contract. And there is a reason why this person has been put in your life. Your job is now to figure it out, solve it, and then you can complete the contract. Okay. Um, and, you know, once when we look at the parental or family soul contract relationships, and now we have romantic, the next is sort of what I call that third realm, which is falls into everybody else. And this is pretty much anybody that comes into your frame of reference. This could be a boss. This could be a coworker. I sometimes deal with clients who come to me with issues at work where they say, see, my boss and I are just really not getting together. Or they'll say, this coworker really has it out for me. In that point, you know, one of the questions I, I like to figure out is, is this a soul contract? You know, have we put this person in, you know, almost as an obstacle in our frame of reference so we could essentially teach our soul lessons it needed to know to move forward? So this is what you want to kind of think about when you're having um, conversations or, you know, having different relations with individuals. When you meet somebody, try to think of it this way. Wouldn't it be interesting if you met somebody, the first question, you know, instead of asking them, okay, who is this person and what are they about? What if you ask yourself, who is this person? Is there a soul contract in place between me and them? And what am I meant to learn from this experience? It make life a whole lot interesting, right? It, we'd be so much more interested and interesting to others if we could actually put this in place. So I want you to think about this. Now, the last thing I want to give you all to help you is a uh, soul contract meditation that you can do to help with the completeness. So for example, 
if you've got somebody in your life that's just grinding your gears, that you're having a very tough time figuring out what the soul contract is between you and this person, ask for it. Go to the universe and ask. Sit down, quiet your mind, close your eyes, and literally say, Dear universe, or however you'd like to address it, can be any term you like to use, I would like to complete the soul contract with this individual. Help me see what I am not seeing so I can move forward. I thank you and bless you and amen. And let it go. You know, um, the other thing you can do is if you're constantly finding that you're sort of going through Groundhog Day with someone, again, this normally happens in my romantic relationship and experiences where I'll have somebody, uh, they'll be attracting the same person or the same kind of person and they're just feeling like they're going through Groundhog Day. One thing you can do, especially if it's a specific person, is you can actually call out that contract and ask that it's completed. So you can literally close your eyes if can, again, get into a meditative state, close your eyes and imagine that person in front of you in your mind's eye and really speak to them and say to them, our soul contract on this earthly plane and in all other lifetimes is complete. We do know we no longer have a soul contract between us and this has been completed. Thank you and bless you and amen. Just doing the simple act of either one of you two, these two things helps gain clarity and completes, right? So you got to be careful though when you use this because what I always tell clients is, uh, you know, sometimes things get crazy before they get awesome. And what I mean by that is when you start using this information and if you start actually, you know, meditating with this and asking for this stuff, the universe will show it to you. The only thing is they might not show it to you in the way that you want it to be shown to you. So you have to be ready right? Because if you're asking to be shown what a particular soul contract is, or if you're asking to complete a soul contract or have it be completed, things might have to happen in order for that to happen. And that might mean a certain level of uncomfortableness. Okay. So you want to make sure you're ready to take on that step when you ask for it. All right. But essentially, that's sort of the nooks and crannies of what a soul contract is. Now, granted, if you're really interested in this, you can go down the Google YouTube rabbit hole and just kind of see what pops up. But I just want to give everyone kind of a high level um, sort of idea of what they can be. Because again, I think they can be very confusing. I'm dealing with it a lot with my client readings where people don't really understand why this person is here. And then once when they have an understanding or clarity of what is actually going on in relation to this being a soul contract, it provides healing. And at the very basic level, it provides comfort because again, we are uncomfortable with the not knowing, but once when we know what is actually happening, makes things a whole lot easier to deal with, right? We know what we're dealing with. So if you can use this information, think about it. Next time you're sort of dealing with somebody in any way, whether it's family, relationship, friends, work, whatever, think about it from a soul contract perspective, you know, and that actually can help you have better relations with everybody in your life because you'll be now coming at it from a spiritual point of view, as opposed to what I kind of consider, which is the human point of view, which sometimes isn't always awesome, right? So see if this information works for you. I hope it is helpful. Um, if there's anything else regarding soul contracts, or if you have any other information on this that you'd like to share, you'd like me to discuss, please, please email me. I am getting such a kick out of all the people emailing me, telling me that they're listening to this podcast um, and that they're enjoying it. It just 
makes me feel like I'm helping because all I do is shut my eyes and ask the universe what they want to talk about for that day. So I'm happy that spirit messages are coming through. And if there's anything else that anyone else would like to know or any other questions you'd like me to discuss on my podcast, be happy, happy to do that. So don't be shy to email me. Other than that, I hope everybody is doing well and keeping safe. Take care of yourself and each other and blessings.